Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And we are pretty wild. Yes, we are pretty wild. We're back with part two. We just recorded um, all of our Vanderpump Rules updates, which apparently took a lot longer than we thought. Yeah, we thought it would be like 15 minutes and we go right into pretty wild, but it turned into an hour and 50 minutes. So yeah, enjoy. <laughs> um, but we're going to jump into pretty wild, which um, just to give you a little bit of background on that, if you're like, what's pretty wild? First of all, we're going to tell you it's the best show ever. So you're welcome. Um, this was a show that was on the E! Network and um you can we've purchased it on iTunes. The entire season was twelve ninety nine, and it is worth every penny. Um, but we have heard that you can watch it on YouTube. So if you want to check it out there and follow along with us, it's worth it. We wouldn't lead you guys to a show that isn't worth it, right? So, um, and why are we covering this? Because um, you know we're off season for Vanderpump Rules right now, and we really just needed to come to a place in reality TV where it just was fresh and authentic and Breath raw and yes. Really? Um, speaking of that, um, Back I just, when fourth walls were broken with that before they could even be broken, like they broke it, but it worked. It did. Ugh, yes. And it felt so good. Um, Anyways, um, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I will mention it again just because some people might only tune in the, to this one to listen to Pretty Wild. Um, we had something super exciting happen today. Alexis Nyers followed the podcast and her podcast followed our podcast as well. And she even DM'd after we storied, which is super exciting. So Alexis, hi, if you're listening, we are such big fans. And um, also on the way over here, I was telling Sarah, that I um, started listening to her podcast, which tons of our listeners have told us to listen to. And I finally got a chance. And I mean, it is going to enhance your walks so much. It is so good. And it actually inspired me to even speak differently on the podcast because she, I mean, you got to just listen. But I didn't listen yeah. to Jackie Schimmel yet either. So you already know how she no, sounds. No, she's so eloquent, so together. And just like I so loved calm. Her. Um, anyway, so her podcast is called Recovering from Reality, if you want to check it out. But um, let's... Wise, experienced. She's come through the whole gamut from beginning to end. And I'm just very happy for her, very proud. It's actually like it's kind of um, a unique story um, with reality TV. Um, another person who I would like to deep dive is Carrie Ann. We should really uh, get yes. her on our podcast and maybe cover a couple of her episodes, um, you know, her journey in reality TV. Oh, but Carrie Ann doesn't have a podcast, does she? No, but okay. we should, you know, maybe she would be interested once she came on ours to start her own because I would definitely listen yes, to it. because you have personal experience and I also watched her on Dr. Drew and all that. And yes. I was fascinated. And then you told me your personal experience, which is even more fascinating. Yes. Um, okay, so let's get into, um, we're going to talk about episode four, which is titled The Party, um, which, you know, goes right along with our uh, podcast Vanderpump Rules Party, but we're covering Pretty Wild. So, Pretty Wild Party, Pretty Wild Party. So, 
um, just to give you a little bit of backstory in this episode, um, it is they're getting ready to celebrate Gabby's 16th birthday. Gabby is the third sister, the youngest, the baby in the bunch and kind of the one who is the most traditional out of the family. You know, she wants boundaries. that she wants boundaries and just that normal um, what Kendall Jenner was when Kendall Jenner wanted yes. to have her 16th birthday. And Chris Jenner was like, we can rent out the top of the Andas. And she's like, no, I want a normal party for people my age. A normal, I don't want, I don't want to show off. I don't want to have something ridiculous. She just wants a normal fucking party. So does Gabby. So the scene opens and I was really impressed right off the bat with this scene. Alexis and Tess are installing a stripper pole at their new house in the Hollywood Hills. But what was like really like set this scene up for me was they were doing it themselves and um, they were poking each other's boobs and stuff. And it was like kind of a funny scene. But I loved that they were literally setting the pole up themselves. They weren't waiting for a dude to come do it. Um, you know, I this actually made me think of a couple of my friends that I know that like their husbands aren't around and I wonder how they do things because a lot of times my husband isn't around for a long period of time because he works so late and like today Ronnie's stupid toy had a screwdriver they had to use a screwdriver to put the batteries in and then there was this whole other complicated thing where I had to like I was impressed with myself like I built something and like while I was holding a baby and a sharp object like there's like we can do stuff ourselves but um I just it made me think of people who unfortunately don't have a choice to do that themselves and shit is hard sometimes so I liked that they were putting their stripper pole up yeah made me feel good that's awesome yeah I love when um (laughs) they're talking about her party and they're planning it and Andrea the mother She's like, I mean, she's so non-traditional, but then she kind of gets traditional. She's like, well, I was thinking we could have like a party and we could have a magician and he could come do fun uh, card tricks around the table for your party. And they're like, okay, we're not five. But I liked her (laughs) first suggestion when she said, do you want to go to the magic castle? Yeah, I just passed that like four times this weekend. That's funny. Um, oh, I forgot to tell the most story. Okay, I'll tell that next week. So it was, um, the mom was definitely like trying to, you know, maybe she's trying to hold on to her last baby and, you know, not do like a full on party. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, Gabby's like expressing that she's never really had a party and this is her 16th, you know, birthday. And so everyone, the family all kind of agrees, okay, we're going to do this. Flash over to the attorney's office. Yeah. Um, Alexis is getting ready to um, like go have another hearing. And um, she's meeting with her team. And her attorney is trying to talk to her about what he needs from her to be successful. And one of the things that he is trying to convey to her is that he needs her image changed. She needs to clean it up. Not not a party girl image that has to end. He wants to see a proper young lady. Put the glam aside. Yes. And um, tone it down. And, um, and my favorite part was like, Alexis is like, I think I get it. Um, I, I need to be humble and, um, you know, conservative just like, I mean, it just 
once again, reality TV gold. Yes. Did you notice the music? It was very VPR music. So like this VPR music, like as Watch What Crappens would say, Trixie Monocle, this did not happen with VPR. This was happening. This music was happening and pretty wild. Yeah, it was. Like, go into the courthouse. Don't care what you think. Like, yeah, it was, it's all. It's all. A girl needs her freedom. Yeah, don't Los put. Angeles. Don't put her in the bars. <laughs> don't put her behind the bars. So this was all happening long before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Trixie's been at work for a long time. So next, um, we go and the girls are. Uh, just after the attorney had said tone it down the girls are getting ready to go out to the roxy (laughs) um to go see um the band wicker and um you know tesla nash yeah tess lets us know that she has a weakness for singers um and so we kind of watch this unfold and they go backstage well they're there because alexis used to date the drummer tyler yes and he was hot so like it would you go for Tyler or Max? I have to be honest. I have no idea what Tyler looks like. I can only think of Max. And Max isn't my type. So I'm not sure. Oh, Tyler was in the... And they had dinner with Tyler. When they made the dinner and everything, he was there. He, he had the longer hair, shoulder length hair. More grungy looking, like a Ethan Hawke in the 90s. Or a, a better looking Eddie Vedder. I don't know. He, he was more my type than Max. Okay. But. Gosh, I mean, like, I seriously can't even see his face. He was, he was pretty hot. Okay, but he was. It was Alexis's boyfriend from like sounded like quite a while ago. So like, wait, when you were sixteen or something, and he he does look older, but you know they ran in the circles. So he, yeah, maybe he was twenty two and she was sixteen, and now what? Tass is nineteen and Max looks like I don't know, maybe he's twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, something like that. Which I guess, you know, in Hollywood and the circles you run, that's... That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so now we get to planning uh, Gabby's Sweet 16. And um, I love that it is Tess who was like kind of taking the notes for this, which it made me like a little bit nervous, but she was being very attentive. Well, she was like, she, we can rent out a Dolce club. Remember when the Dolce group was Oh my thing? God, yes. Ash and Co- Kutcher and all the... The Dolce group was like, like it was the hottest thing And remember when, in LA. Like, okay, so Ashton Kutcher was like an investor, but then like there was the guy that ran it and he was later on... Patty Stinger's Millionaire Matchmaker, and he was such a troll and such a douche and a dick. I don't remember that. Oh, God. He dated a girl that Patty set set him up with, and they went to one of their clubs or restaurants, and, um, oh, he had a whole bunch of girls. He had, like, an entourage. And she's like, this isn't what I said. I I thought we were going on a date. And he's like, well, this is my life. Baby, get used to it. But he was like a Randall. Oh, okay. So it's like, mm-hmm. You maybe would put up with it if you were Ashton Kutcher, but you're Randall, so I'm not down for this. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah, that Dolce group really, it was, it defined the 2000 aughts. So I love that they compared it, like, like when she said, like, we could rent out one of the Dolce group clubs, like that gave me like an image in my head. Like I pictured like smooth Hollywood club 
dark, um, kind of like the wallpaper, you know, on the the wall, you know, that real hills esque like, vibe, like a red and nude. Yes, thank you. Uh, velvety thank brocade. You. Yes, thank yeah. you for painting that for me. <laughs> um, and then Gabby like cuts. It's like, Arr! and she's like, no, I um was thinking the backyard and a fondue pot. Yes. And maybe a neon sign that said happy 16th. No, like she she said she wanted neon fondue, which I was like, <laughs> now fondue, fine, you know, but neon fondue, I, I don't, I was, <laughs> and I'm all for like fake things like that too, but that just wasn't doing it for me. Um, so. Oh, and then, and then, 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 but then they said, well, what if we compromised? I got a DJ and she's like, what DJs do you like? And then they named off a bunch well, I knew Cascade and I knew Steve Aoki, obviously, but then they named this other guy, Paul Oakenfold. Oakenfold, Oakenfold. I didn't know who he was. Steve Aoki, my Pilates instructor, went to high school with him. So I got a little personal tie in there, but like he's, I didn't realize he was huge back then. I mean, he, I mean, isn't he old? Well, he's like 38 because my Pilates instructor's like, 38 40 maybe he's 40 um but he was huge then he was huge when remember we went to sunset music festival he was like huge then i mean obvious i think like i missed the whole dj era it wasn't a thing when i was no me neither on the scene me neither, but I don't but get going it. to Vegas, I see the marquees, so I remember. Oh, oh no, definitely. I, mean, I, 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 I know them. I've, I've, do you know who the only DJ's music I actually he's know? He's 41, by the way. The only DJ's music I actually know and could recognize is DJ Sammy. <laughs> yeah, not. He, he, he like, uh, recovers, like, uh, really good songs from the 80s. I just thought you were talking about Sam Rowe. No. Samantha Ronson. I don't even know her music, but I know who that is only because she was with, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I um, I missed the whole DJ thing. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand why people go to a concert to stare up at a booth where someone is waving their hand in the air. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I James Kennedy. I truly the greatest of all time. Don't get it. I've never gotten it. Like and and. And I wish that I could take the drug that made me get it because it's obviously that ties into it somehow. So if someone wants to supply that for me and show me, I'm down. So I grew up with DJs thinking like Ryan Seacrest or, well, Rick Dees. Rick Dees. I, when I did my um, promotional modeling epilady stuff, I worked with the biggest DJ on the biggest pop station in Minnesota, Pamela's shout out to KDWB, Minnesota Lolly. You'll know. Um, yeah, we work side by side. She's like, this is a horrible job. I'm like, I know. Cause she was there for a promo and I was there doing my Apple lady promo. And she's like, you what's have to- Apple lady. Oh, it's like a machine that zaps the hair out of you. It's like um, before they had electrolysis or laser. It was like a little, it was like a microdermabrasion little handheld thing, but it zapped your hair out and it hurt like a motherfucker. It hurt like you were getting a tattoo. And I would have to demo it on people. I'm like, they're like, no, no, what, that hurts. I'm like, well, you get used to the pain. And they would make us say, if you are going to, promo you have to use it i'm like 
you get used to the pain. I mean, and it was painful, but I was supposed to demo, demo on people. Stop. You know, like the people at department stores that like try to spray you with yes. perfume. Okay. That was basically, I did that too, but I hated it. I was terrible because I don't like to encroach on people and whatever. And that was my job. And I did get written up because <laughs> I wasn't aggressive and I didn't force it on people. And I would say things like, oh, no, that's okay. Yeah, it does kind of hurt. And both. And like they had spies. <gasps> and they're like, well, we heard you weren't really pushing it on people. I'm like, well, I'm not going to fucking torture someone if they don't want it. But but it was really called Epilady. Yes, and then they got so much backlash because it hurts so much. Then then they came out with like other products, like an Epi steamer, Epi blah blah. blah. I'm Googling it. Google it. Epi lady. I was one of the first people. Okay, you know what? You want to know what? When minimum wage was three thirty five, they paid me nine dollars an hour. So I was really, you know, I was cash cowing that shit. Can you see it now? I mean, I don't know if that's the current. That it still exists. Is that the current? It looks like it. It's forty nine dollars. Was it more than that? Uh, Diane made me shave my legs the first time with some shit like this. Well, the problem was it was like okay, shaving you have to shave all the time, or there was nair, which was like it smelled, and you have to lather yourself in this chemical, and then. It was basically, you know what it was? It was like a handheld electrolysis machine. Okay. So it hurt, but your hair stayed away for six to eight weeks. Okay. It did work. Yeah. It did work if you could deal with the pain. Okay. It's just kind of like tattooing yourself. Never mind. Then that is not what Diane had me shave my legs with because <laughs> I think it, my hair came back that day. No. it. it I mean, it did work. It's just... Mm. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. So, um, yeah. So there, so Gabby like lists her DJs, you know, that like would be like really make her like have a special birthday. And I knew they were leading up to something with this, the way they were saying the names, you know, but. You've seen the name Cascade, right? With a K. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've only seen it in Vegas. I don't know his music, but, but I definitely did not know. And I thought you, of all people, would know. So I texted Holly earlier. I'm like, do you know who Paul Oakenfold or Oakenfeld is? And she's like, no. Because, like, I know the names. Like, we know um, fucking, uh, what's his name? Brody Jenner. (laughs) Paris Paris Hilton. Hilton. (laughs) No, you know what? uh, Sarah and I are very up on the DJs. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, What's the guy? fucking hot guy Calvin Harris oh yeah 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 or obviously DJ Khaled yeah I know yeah. who the people are I can I name their music no I can I name just, DJ I, Sammy's music I, I just know that there is like a, like a big group of people that are very like that is their thing and yeah. so I'm like I have I will I claim to I know nothing so I'm sorry if I'm offending people I know nothing about DJs um R.I.P. to um Stevie Oki's from Costa Mesa so you should know him. Oh, wow. And he's actually your age. I mean, a little bit older. He's not my age. He's older. Well, like I wouldn't have gone to high school with him. That's like four years above But me. my Pilates instructor did. Well, then she's older and than me. And you've met him. Met her. Jen. What, like I went to school with her or something? No, we went to Pilates together. You oh. had her. You had her. Oh. Anyways. Anyways. Digress. 
so anyway, so yeah, so they, she, she's like, yes, that would be my dream. Remember when someone wrote in and said that they like when we fight? <laughs> I know. I saw that. They're like, you're the most agreeable disagree. Uh, you have the most agreeable disagreements ever. Like we're like politely arguing. <laughs> I'm like, that's fine if you want a $30,000 wedding dress. It's okay. You do you. I prefer not. And we're like, okay, thank you. See, I, hey, come on. Holly was raised right and I'm from Minnesota. So, of course, we're going to be polite fighters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just funny. I like... <laughs> I like I all I like too. all of the shallow things, <laughs> and Sarah likes the other things. It's just, but also my guilty pleasure are the shallow things. Yeah, it's like, it's like a great escape. So when you guys say like, "Oh, why do you watch if you hate the show or you're hate watching?" I'm like, we're not hate watching. I mean, it, okay, Jacob, you made a really good point, and I, I had posted that whole thing because I was really upset last week. With all the shootings and then the Navy SEAL anniversary and blah, blah, blah. And then I like flat, it went right into the stories of Stasi's ring and Sheena's bikinis and all that shit, right? But Jacob made a really good point and Cody made a really good point. They're like, yeah, but that they're there for this reason, for us to escape from the horror of our real lives. No, and that's, reality. that's the truth. So that's like, a great point. I, I mean, I've been criticized by my family members and like, even sometimes when Chad and I get into fights, he'll be like, you podcast about like a reality show, like get the F out of here. You know And I'm like? And then I'll, I'll be like ashamed. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I do. Like I spend a really large amount of my time talking about nothing like but it's not nothing it is not nothing and um it's providing us all an escape it is and it parallels with life it parallels with life it's yeah i almost just said said something horrible it's like the bible like it teaches you (laughs) i'm sorry god and so it is no well (laughs) come on the kardashians they're always like bible bible yeah and they actually are religious people don't they go to that they go to Kanye's church, church every weekend <laughs> with Jackson Bieber yeah <laughs> Jax is not invited to that shit oh my god he would die to be invited to that he will sizzle <laughs> um okay so back to it um so the the party so so Tess starts doing like a walkthrough she's like okay let's see like how you want this set up which I liked because you need to think about these things um she's like this table you know we'll put the fondue or, or whatever and um Gabby's like no over here and she's like it's safer over here um and then she's like okay and then should we have the the jacuzzi going and um and Gabby's like no no we should not and she's like well uh, Alexis and I might want to go in and she's like that's exactly what I'm talking about this is not your party like I could I imme- as soon as she said that I pictured them in their bikinis yes. they would 100% would go in and they would steal everyone's yeah. eyes would be there all of her 16 year old boyfriends or friends would be like no attention on Gabby and then and then and then the whole stripper pole they're like but we had a stripper pole routine she's like okay the jacuzzi, the strip ball, this isn't a whore party. This is a sweet 16 party. Yes, it was amazing. I mean, like, she is the parent of her own life. I love her. And I, she is right, though. I wonder, though, like, um, I can't wait to do, to, like, do our follow-up to this. Like, I wonder if she regrets mothering herself in that way and putting up so many boundaries for herself and not just letting loose in her youth because... I I um kind of 
feel like I I was I had too many boundaries up when I was young. Like Yeah, but you had boundaries and she didn't have any, so she put up her own. So I think that she did the best thing for herself so that no, she had a normal I do experience. too. You didn't have a normal experience. She did because she made that for herself. That's true, I and guess. You didn't really have a choice. That's she true. she had a choice and she made it for herself. And whatever happens later, I guess we'll find out. Like I just don't know what I would do. Like, you know, like when you look back at yourself and no. you're looking you're at your best. Like I, I just, I haven't seen, I need to like catch up with her, like, and see like what's going on. But I just, I don't know what I would feel like seeing myself on a reality show and like, just how, like she was like, just so good. You know what I mean? Like but she I wore think- no makeup. She just nothing, you know? But I think she comes off great. And oh, like, me too. Well, this is where, you know, Julie posted, like, I hope you do the follow because she had looked up Gabby and couldn't find stuff. And I'm like, Holly knows. Holly said she knows where everyone's at and what their deal is. But I'm I'm just hoping for a a better ending than I, what Julie um, found. I found because I, I love her. I love Gabby. I very much show. related to what um Julie said because I found the same thing and but my reaction was I was kind of happy for her because I was like, good. Like, I'm glad that she kind of like let that um, drop, you know, that her guard drop a little bit. Um, but I need to look again and see because I want if it works for her or if it's just out of desperation and catch up, then I'm not happy for that. No, it wasn't that. But there was definitely a shift in what I saw. Um, All right. I need just like a whole new person. I'm going to like deep dive this with you and have my opinions at the yes, end. Yes, yes. Yeah, me when too. We catch me up too. On- I mean, this is like from years ago that I saw, so. And that's what she said too. Yeah. So when we do everyone yeah. after the final episode Sorry. and catch up and tell you where everyone's at, like I want yeah, to. Yeah, so don't cheat ahead, everybody. No one look. Yeah, I want to I wanna know. Okay, so um, next Alexis goes to meet a stylist for her court outfit to make her look conservative and um <laughs> they put her in these like these baggy gray slacks like truly were like grandma slacks they were and but, and, and little flats <laughs> and she's like i know this is probably politically incorrect but she said it she's like i feel like i'm like lesbian bait <laughs> and i have like grandma butt I'm yeah like, well she did have grandma butt i don't know about the lesbian bait but i thought it was like kind of a funny thing because it was. It wasn't like I wasn't sure. It wasn't mean spirited. I like, wasn't sure though how she meant that it was lesbian bait when she said it looked like she had a dick, because a, a lesbian wouldn't want a dick. I think it was just like um, a, a unisex, like a a non gender, uh, like like a pantsuit Hillary Clinton wears. Okay, you know you're trying to like fit into the man's world, and so right. it's just like, uh, and. So I don't think she meant it like clearly not homophobically or no, no, no. stereotypically like and these days, you know, yeah, it's probably offensive, but I, I don't think she meant it that way. And at the time, you know, just, what, what did you think about the outfit that she settled on? She settled on like this, like dark purple, deep purple dress. Um, kind of like a little but longer, but with leggings underneath leggings underneath. It was belted. And then with a little cardigan. Yeah. Looked nice. Yeah. Youthful. Like you're not trying too hard to p- pretend you're, you know, uh, Jackie Onassis. Like, right. You're not like angelic or anything or like dressing like you're 65. Yeah. So she dressed her age, but like 
she was like maybe a Mormon, not a fundamentalist Mormon, but like a Mormon girl. Yeah. Like a regular Mormon girl, like Mint Romney's daughter or something. Yeah. But still be a little longer, I think. Speaking of politically incorrect, I just went there. Um, yeah, it was a little longer. <laughs> um, so next they go to the grocery store because Tess and Alexis are having the boys over from the band and they're making them dinner, which I was pretty impressed that they were going to make them dinner because... Yeah, and then they spent $100 on tenderloin. I'm like, damn. Like now, I like only like filet and that's like hella expensive, but hundred dollars on like how much meat did they buy? And tenderloin is like hmm. that's not the most expensive, is it? Well, filet would be, but even if you bought four fillets, it would be like eighty bucks at least. Yeah, eighty bucks. And so they must have I mean, just maybe got they went cuts. To, maybe they went to like Whole Foods, yeah. or Whole Foods and it was 100 bucks. But no, they bought tenderloin though. A little different. Yeah. But it could be a longer, were, like, bigger huge, cut because fillets. Well, they were know. like huge slabs of meat. Yeah, but generally that's a little cheaper. Fillet is just like the, I don't know. Anyways, $92.80 for steak. And um, so next we cut to them at I the mean, house. I mean, a lot for two girls that probably don't eat. <laughs> this this was they were eating though yeah they both had it in their mouth um well here's a shout out for keto and protein and <laughs> eat, eat a 92 dollar steak and i have something to say about keto um first of all you um i like have it stuck in my memory when you texted me your keto sticks when they were so bright I'm trying to get my keto sticks to change right now. And I'm like mid there right now. And it's very annoying. I haven't I haven't done that since when I first started. I still have the bottle. And um, I guess I need to. It's kind of like the scale for me. I guess I forgot about that whole stick thing. And actually, it's very discouraging because you think you're so good. And you're good for like a week or 10 days or 14 days. And then you check and you're like fucking like mid-range and you're like yeah. motherfucker that's where i am right now i'm i'm like about ready to like punch a hole in the wall jack style i think you just need to really count count and like don't get distressed over that shit it's like getting distressed over the scale i mean i it's like it is counted and it's not working yet yeah it's pissing me off but whatever i i it also take i also think i'm about to start my period so I'm assuming that that's why I'm restarting. It does take a, a bit to get to hit it because you have to like. I'm mid range right now. Like I'm 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 almost you're there. You're getting there. Mm-hmm. So stay with it because because yeah. the second you like have a cheat day and eat a baguette, you gotta start over again, and then you're gonna go into the, the I can't light white. Che- yeah, I can't cheat because like I like literally have to go in every day and weigh in and. S- see those f's oh and someone's monitoring someone's monitoring besides yourself but yeah yeah good and one of them's really effing mean you know what she said to me she's like i should you know i should not even repeat it because i don't want to get in other people's heads but i will so you guys can support me she goes do you want to be the fat mom do you want to be the fat mom that's there picking up her kids or do you want to be fit and and lose this weight and i'm like no i don't want to be the fat mom and you're not the fat but you know what I mean? Like that was yeah. like her remote and but it that shit got in my but head. Like Jillian Barbary would say that. And I she's guess shredded and three percent body fat. So 
And this- if, if Jillian was, was a mom, yeah, you'd be the fat mom. I'd be the fat mom. But like, she's three. She's like a Navy SEAL fat percentage. So just deal with like your source. She's trying to motivate you, but no, she's I also know. Like I know, but like there's, there's like a couple of, like she keeps saying things that like get into my head or, or, um, I was telling her, I'm like, I don't understand why this is like, I'm starving. I'm freaking starving. So why am I not seeing more movement on the scale or whatever? And she's like, is it hard? Is this hard for you? And I said, yes, it's hard. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know what else is hard? trying to find something to wear when you're overweight does it take you a while to find something to wear when you're overweight she's like is it do you like picking out your outfits uh, or do you look no or or you look and you're like at your shorts and you're like i don't like that let me change do you change a bunch of times and i'm like yes i do change a bunch of times and she's like well you know what when you're thin you don't everything looks good everything looks cute and i'm like Okay, like I know, like you are like, why are you my bad thoughts in my head? Like, aren't you supposed to be the good thoughts? You know, like all of our trips, we both have giant suitcases. Anytime I'm with Amanda and Michaela, they have like a fucking like pouch that you get from free people. Like, you know, the stupid little pouch. I've seen them travel. Oh, my whole weekend is in this pouch. Not even a, a backpack. It's like, like a, a makeup f- pouch. A fucking pouch. Yeah, my makeup's in that pouch. Like the one we got from FabFitFun, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their whole outfits for the whole weekend. And guess what? They're not even wearing the same fucking thing. Because, th- you know, remember when uh, Vale was on Vanderpump Rules and Jax was like, I love I love this time right now because women wear like nothing but like a tiny little sheath and they don't wear underwear or bra. Like, he goes, their dresses can fit in my palm, in the palm of my hand. Yeah. He said it and he was actually fucking correct. Yeah, it's true. And that is how like my, well, or younger people can roll. Yeah. It's well, and, and apparently my older, um, coach can as well. <laughs> Cause she is, is her name she, Tamar judge. She is for <laughs> sure. Like 55. Is she Tamar judge? Close. Let's just be real. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's like um trying to think of like an like a model, like a um <sighs> But you know what we should aspire to is like more of a sh- not a Tamara cuz Tamara was fucking born tiny. That's her genes. We should channel Shannon a little bit. Yeah. Diet and exercise. I know I like I guess like that's where like where like I'm like feeling I know I can do it. I've done it before. Mm -hmm. This is the uncomfortable part. It's getting started and then you see the results and then it's easier to say no and you get into your groove and then definitely the first two weeks. Yeah. And then uh, and you know now I'm going on this freaking trip. I have to go to Mammoth and while everyone else is digging into like a luscious breakfast I have to eat a bar or you know um, a piece of bark. I don't know. Um, You know what I mean? Like it's these are the hard moments or like my brother's birthday. I didn't get to have a piece of cake. Like does that matter? No it doesn't. Chips when you're waiting for your chips and salsa. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't even like chips and salsa, but when you're waiting for your meal to come and everyone else is doing it, you just do what... And you know what my parents were doing? Like, what everyone was doing? They were salting it up, which just made it even look better. Like, a big old salty chip with salsa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, let's get back into it. Okay. <laughs> we did this. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Close. Okay. okay. I, you, I th- believe you texted me about this part as well. Um, so the girls are hurrying before the guys come over and they take a quick whore bath. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're both in the tub and they're sha- they're like shaving their legs as quick as they can. Not anything else. You know, they're just like they're they're doing a whore bath. And if you don't know what a whore bath is, that's when you shave and you splash some water on your coochie so you don't smell. Well, and good for them for like getting in there. Well, and they maybe they're just shaving their legs. And so they were just planning out a nice dinner and nothing else. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it was Alexis's ex. So they never made it. They never like made out or anything. So I think they were just friends. Oh, yeah. I didn't get any vibe from them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, I was like very impressed that they were cooking dinner because it's something that I couldn't like. I could not do what they were doing. There's no way. And like, I like under like that time constraint, mm-mm. unless it was HelloFresh or one of our sponsors. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I could. So yes, you, know. you could. So if you want to prove me wrong, HelloFresh sponsor us again. Yes. Um, so no, I, I thought it was great, especially how young they are that they did that. I thought it was fantastic. The guys appreciated a home cooked meal. Alexis and Tyler were just friends, but obviously, I mean, that says a lot about both of them that they still hang out and have dinner and hooked up their friends. Do without- you think they really did it, or do you think like production stepped in and like cooked it real quick? Mm-hmm. Maybe a combo. Yeah. Um, and then so during that, um, Tess steals a little bit of time with the dude and they go sit down on the couch and she like, I felt like her whole demeanor, her demeanor changes a lot when she's around a guy that she likes. Like she turns super um, like giddy and um, like wide eyed. Yeah. And um, like, because otherwise I would say like, she's like kind of like like tough and like a badass like, like tree smart like and then strong she turns into and, a doe-eyed girl and she's like, um, like taylor swift yes and she's like i was wondering if you wanted to come to my baby sister's um like yeah. party like who would ask like a hollywood rocker like would you like to come to my sister's 16th party when it's like their second date it like, was kind of like but like the way she did it it was kind of sweet like i don't if i was the guy i'd be like oh that's like pretty wholesome for this girl well, to Bitch, you know what I think the bottom line is like, you need exposure. Do you want to get filmed again? This is going to get filmed. Yes. Do you want to come? Like, she's actually doing him the favor. What about when she's not doing her the favor by coming to her (laughs) sister's before before she asked that question, she was like a little bit nervous talking to him. And she um, asked, like, she asked him like seven times. She's like, are you recording anything new? And he like answered it like a hundred times. He's like, yes. (laughs) But she, then she goes, what, um, uh, why did you name your band Wicker? Oh my God. And he's like, (laughs) that was ridiculous. He's like, well, because of the wicker chairs on my mom's porch. <laughs> like, I died. Like, you really need to come up with a better story. Like So much. Something like, well, the way the wicker... Like, no, I, I don't know. Okay, you know what? I can come up with it right now. Okay. I could be okay. like... Because, you know, I sometimes have candles burning when you're here. It's like, well, the last light of hope. And when you turn that candle off, it's like... You think your life's over and it's smoking, but that there's still a little spark. There's the wicker is still burning, and then all of a sudden it refires, and you're like back into life. The smoke has passed, and it's re like. There's so many fucking wicker stories you could tell. Okay, right now Holly and I are looking at a wicker end table that is supposed to be in my patio, but uh, it's here in by my door. Whatever my mail on top of it. Who? 
wicker. I'm sitting in a wicker chair. Like you might as well call yourself like rocking chair. <laughs> oh, my grandma has a rocking chair on her porch or swing. What? What? what are those That's actually things? a great name for a band, rocking chair. Um, maybe for my parents' age. <laughs> but like rocking chair. Oh, rock a chair. Yeah. Um, I, I rock the chair. I don't know. I think my Tom Tom <sighs> idea earlier was better. <laughs> yes, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. We need oh to make God. sure that, that happens. And yes, but that was like, actually, that was possibly like my favorite part of this episode. I don't know. I was just at the Viper Room this weekend for the first time in like 10 years. And ever. Everyone went to corral everyone to come down and see Amanda. And her voice is like ridiculous. It's one of the best voices I've ever heard in my entire life. She won a contest. She won a car and $10,000. And she, she, she's amazing. But every, like everyone was there and everyone was like, come down and see her. She's acoustic and live. And they're like, yeah, but upstairs in the, in the like main Viper room, it's an ACDC cover band. Oh, I mean, like, really? And then there's people there with like bandanas dressed up with those, like, you know, Brett Michaels and shit. And they came down for a bit, but it's like, and they loved her. But really, this is competing with an ACDC cover band at the Viper Room. Hmm. I don't know. It's sad. So, I don't know. When you said all that and the wicker shit, and I was just like, yeah. (sighs) But. Where are they? I feel like I know their music. Yeah, it sounded very familiar. I didn't care enough to look it up, but... And I recognize him, but I'm wondering, do I recognize him from watching the show? I think so. years ago? I think so. Or he was on another reality show or something. His face was his, very familiar. So familiar. The shape of it and his haircut and everything. And the show was 10, 11 years ago. Yeah, so what the hell? That seems weird. Yeah. And the band name sounds familiar to me. Did you ask Chad about the band name? No. Chad's a big music fan. Yeah. So, all right. So they get to the party, right? Are we done with that? Well, I did notice how many tattoos Alexis has. And, okay, she must be 18 at this point because she has a shit ton of tattoos. Like, at 17, you have to get parental. Oh, I figured it out. She's 18. Okay. Yeah. But she does have a lot of tattoos. So she probably got some at 16 or 17. I think most people do, especially now. But back then, that was a little cutting edge. Julia wouldn't let Lauren, and this is, you know, Julia's a fan of tattoos. Lauren's, she wouldn't let her, and, and Lauren threatened, I'll go to Arizona. You only have to be 16. Yeah. She won't let her, but I guess Andrea did. I mean. Well, there's um, no harm. I mean, like. No. Tattoos better than drugs. Um, All right. Um, so they're talking about um, the, 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 the birthday again. And they're like, okay, so um, we just confirmed the food. And and uh, Gabby's like, oh, okay. Like, they're like, well, out of the three restaurants that we picked, like the one confirmed. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, Italian food. And she's like, Italian food? I said fondue. I said, this is my birthday. You guys are trying to have like a whore Italian <laughs> birthday party. Yeah. And they're like, well, that one sounds fun. But then, um, but that they're like, like they're like, should... they're like, Gabby, we're we're gonna. You don't even know what we have planned. Just listen. We're gonna have red carpet, p- 
posters of you. Like it's going to be like so we're going to do a she pole dancing routine. And she's like, no. She goes, why the hell would I ever like this? This is where Gabby really shines because yes. she is. She's quiet. She's humble. She has just amazing boundaries with the entire family. But when you piss her off, she actually gets more mad than all of them. And she erupts and it's it's amazing. She is just as much reality gold as all the rest but of she them. She's logical though. Yeah, like, no, it's it's and like but the the reaction like when she gives them some truth is hilarious. Well, I mean, they took it. Yeah. I mean, it was great, and they made changes to accommodate, and it was perfect. I love that they listened to her. Yeah, so the next scene is they go into the jacuzzi, um, and they're like, you know what? Like, this is Gabby's, you know, she's 15, 15 years old right now going on 16. She's younger than us, and, like, at that age, we were more mature, and she, you know, the maturity just isn't there for her. <laughs> oh, my God. That, Which, that cracked me up. That was making me LOL because... Gabby is so mature. Yeah, um, but they mean like party mature, you know, like it's yeah, experience, yeah, in life, and yeah, life and party in Hollywood, and and there really is like um, like I have um a cousin that like is very very sheltered, like more than like any like eleven year old is, and there is a huge difference when someone. And it's not even like it, it It really is not um, like the way that she's raised or anything. She's just a kid that doesn't want to look at stuff like anything the other kids her age are doing. And there really is a difference being around a kid like that maturity wise versus one that is on Instagram. Like I feel like Ronnie is on social media more than she is. Yeah. Like it just it, it really is. I don't know. I get it. I got what they were saying. Okay. So basically they decide, they're like, listen, we need to do this for her. Like, let's just give her the party that she wants. And I really liked that. Like the great thing about this family, and we've said this before in the other episodes is when they they come together in this way where it, it just makes you like, it makes your heart melt where it's like, Oh my God, like, I don't even know if my family would do that for me. Like it's, they cut, they, they They support each other just amazingly and they did it i mean we'll talk about episode five next but they did it at the end when tess is like fuck this we'll leave early who cares i don't care let's leave early like anything for you but yeah so now um even like and then they decided okay this is what she wants fondue and then they're like they lock her in her room and they're decorating with balloons and crepe paper and like just like your average yes shit and yeah. that's what she wants. Yeah. And it was cute. Like it, it turned out really cute. And she was so happy when she saw her party. And like it, I think like the biggest gift to her wasn't like, you know, everything they did, but that they listened and respected her wishes. Like it made her so happy. Just and it was her a normal. Party. It was such a cute moment. And, um, and even like seeing the kids that were showing up, you know, that she maybe had just made friends with at school or whatever. It was just a really refreshing thing and once again I was just proud that I guess I had remembered the episode of the girls kind of going a little more wild than I remembered like they 
um, this was great. It was age appropriate. Everything I was fine. It was way more out of control and wild from my Me first too. watching than rewatching now. I'm like, actually, they all kind of like. I mean, we learn later there's other issues going on, but like they do come together, they do stick together, they do fight for each other. Yeah. I mean, and and then the, they are looking out for like charities and shit, and we'll get in there. But uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's it's a little more refreshing than you would think. So um, next they have um, so her party's going on, everything's great, and Tess and Alexis go outside because. They have secured a big surprise for Gabby. They have gotten one of the DJs on her special list. So they go out to meet him. Like they're all excited. And the dude shows up. He's like an English guy. And he's a little bit older. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm imagining Steve, Steve Aoki at this time is like, you know, young. 20s. Yeah. But this guy is like 40. Yes. But maybe he had. That was a rough 40. I would almost even say older than that. I mean, I felt like this was, is like, why didn't they want DJ Sammy? I don't like, was understand. He wear, was he wearing a wig? It's, it, it, it was like, like a John Cougar Mellencamp look. Yes. Yes. Uh, but a little rough. Like, I was almost going to say like Elvis. <laughs> yeah. It looked a little fake though. Like John Cougar's like, he's real and he's just like a gruff guy but he but you know what once he got going and once he got behind like the turntables like he looked pretty cool oh yeah and he and he was lovely and great although i well i loved that okay so he so the so so the girls walk up to meet him and like they're so grateful that he's there and the first thing he does is he like locks eyes with alexis and he's like hey He's like, aren't you Alexis Nyers, the girl who is part of the bling ring? And you tried to rob my house. Yeah. So clearly he was someone whose house they wanted to rob. Right. And I don't think he would make that up. And without missing a beat, like her face really didn't change. And she was just like, oh, um," like she didn't really even stumble. She just said, I'm, you know, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Like, um, you know, I, I didn't do that. I, I didn't do that. And unfortunately, I was around some people that and I, you know, like, I do it. Um, but he kind of wouldn't let it go. And she just maintained she she kind of took ownership like right there. And she's like, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Um, she really kept her point. She did. And she lost it later, but she kept it. Yeah. So then after, so then like they, she's she like, kept she's it like, for Gabby, yeah. which is great. She's like, thank you so much for coming for my sister. Like, she's such a huge fan of you. So she like politely walked him in still. And, and I thought he handled it well too. Like, cause I don't know if someone had tried to break into my house and I thought that I was confronting them, I might say something and then move on or whatever. But, um, I think he realized, well, first of all, the favor was through Tess, not Alexis. And it was also for, a young girl yeah so he probably didn't want to crush the young girl's dreams or like okay Tess is separate and I I think that when she said sorry like when she kind of took ownership like when he was like when or like she was sympathetic that that happened to him I think he took that and so um the scene kind of ends but Alexis like loses it and she goes running into her room and she's I mean, just that would be really upsetting yeah I, I mean the emotions were just like flooding through her she was crying and um I don't care if you did it or didn't do it let's say she didn't do it that would be horribly disturbing 
because people think you did. And then if you did do it, it would still be horribly disturbing because you're like, oh my God, I didn't mean all of this to happen. We thought we were having some fun. Like, you know what the whole point of the movie was? They, th- they It was like a thrill. It was yeah. like a joy ride. Yes, yes. It wasn't like a necessity thing. No, and it, it was, was fun. You, It looked fun. And I it mean, was a juvenile thing. It yeah. was like, the shit we don't know but that it can was, get us into trouble. But when we're it was they did make very horrible choices, and I don't think that that's the only thing that kind of bugs me about this is. Well, we never those, know her part of it either, but no, but I. Know. But if you make a decision to enter someone's home, yeah, that's right. a bad decision, right? And it has like, and your choices oh, have great actually ties right into the Manson family. It's all about the Manson girls right now on uh, TV. And Leslie Van Houten, who really didn't do anything, but she was part of it. And and she's apparently been like a great role model, great prisoner. She just wants to serve like the last 10 years of her life outside. Like she wasn't one that did anything. But, okay, you made the decision to be in the car with these people or drive them back or enter the house. Maybe you didn't do anything, you know, the Manson family. Mm -hmm. Maybe you didn't do anything, but like, like you just said, you made that decision to, and there should be varying degrees and whatnot. But again, there's consequences for who you hang around with, what you decide to do, get in a car with, don't get a, even getting a car with, with a drunk driver. Like that's Mm -hmm. a decision you make. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately there's consequences. It is. All right. Anyways, so it pops off and it's great and Gabby's elated. Yeah. Um and so are our friends. Yes. Um and Tess kisses the dude whatever his name is. Oh yeah. And that's kind of the end of the episode. Yeah. So going into the next episode, um it's the episode is titled Cabo. So the first thing that happens is the um, Tess gets a phone call and um, the guy's like, Tess, Tess Taylor, um, would you, um, um, we have this opera, your picture came across my desk and uh, I was wondering if you and your sister, Alexis Nyers, would like to host a party in Cabo, a benefit for Haiti, um, a charity benefit, you know, whatever. So um, they hang up the phone and like Gabby's like, well, I wish I was invited. Yeah. She's like, I mean, obviously you need to bring things. And and they're like, yeah, like 20 bikinis and 30 outfits. And Gabby's like, yeah, and money for Haiti. And And then then Alexis is like, duh. Duh. (laughs) Uh, But but I do like, uh, like, I don't think it's a great idea, as her lawyer later says. But the fact that it is, she's trying to project a more positive in image she shouldn't leave the country but uh, or Cabo party central but leading hosting an event hope for haiti and a charity fundraiser that is a good look that could work for her in court however maybe a Cabo party and being out of the country is not a good look no yeah I mean, just like her, her, if her sister went or something, like, still that would probably be, like, a little bit of, like, a story to talk about. Like, oh, look at these. This family's wild, you know? Um, I 
I just don't think at this point they knew how serious it was. Otherwise, she probably wouldn't have gone. So it's kind of interesting to watch, you know, since this is just unfolding naturally for us. So we don't know. Um, But I did get the feeling that when they called the attorney, he said, I don't think it's a good idea. And they were not phased and were like, no, it is a good idea. And I get it. She was stressed. She felt like she... She needed a break. This is another opportunity that was coming We're her out way. Of the country. There was no social media really at the time. Yeah. The paparazzi, they're like, who would follow us to Cabo? Also, it's a charity event for a great cause. So why do they have to host it, though? Like, why does that promoter want them to host it unless he's using their name? No, exactly. Because it's like, oh, your name came across my desk. Like, who are they? You are nothing before the show. Yeah, it's yeah, it was just weird. You are something because you're notorious right now. So Tess invites Max over to come help her pack. And he even brings up, he's like, do you think it's a good idea that your sister goes? And yeah. she's like, yes, I do. Um, he was right. He was right. Yeah. So this, um, so th- she's kind of laying it on thick that she's going to miss him. And um, she straight up asked him, she's like, are you going to miss me? Like still doing like, it's just so weird to see her doing this baby talk because again, I don't view her like that. Like she's better than that. So, yeah. but whatever. Um, and where was I going with that? Um, oh, are you going to miss me? And he's like, Maybe a little. Like his his answer pissed me off. It wasn't cool. So that kind of like set the scene for well, he's controlling her. He's keeping her in check. Yeah. And he's letting her know you're lucky to have me. So next thing the girls are flying to Cabo and the promoter meets them at the door, hands them like a beautiful cocktail and starts showing them, you know, this property, you know, it's like a beautiful suite, an amazing view. I mean, it just looks like let's get ready to party. Mm-hmm. Um, everything looks really cool. Um, and then uh, as they're kind of like looking at the view, you hear Tess say, my armpits stink. <laughs> I just I love that they keep stuff like that in, you know. <laughs> um, so then the next day they are doing a, sh- a shoot for Cabo Social Magazine. Um, and this is in like promotion for what they're doing for this charity. Supposedly. Yeah. When they were planning, they're like, OK, we need three outfits a day for five days. So that's 30 outfits each and like at least 20 bathing suits each. I'm like, can you imagine like, I struggle to find one bathing suit. 20. I remember. But again, like what, what the your coach said. Did I did I have a problem finding a bikini when I was their age? No. <laughs> everything looked amazing and on like me. And like your lady is saying, no, it's not a problem for. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. Ugh. Well, yeah. I actually always had a problem. You didn't have a problem with your boobs before? Never. Oh, I did. Like, I had the cutest bikinis. I always had to find, like, shelf bra. I could never, ever do the triangle, ever. Oh. And I was, like, a string bean. Yeah. But I couldn't ever do the triangle top. See, I was, I was, um, well, I was super thin, and but I, I had boobs. Like, I was always, like, a, I don't know, like, a 32, I don't know, like, full C or so. Yeah. Yeah, but I did triangle. Wow. Impressive. And Roxy at that, like a size small Roxy. I think I was like 11 or 12 the last time I was able to do that. 
Oh my gosh. I'll show you photos, actually. We were just looking at photos last weekend, and I ran. I was like, oh my God, I could wear a bikini like that. Anyways. <sighs> it's okay. Problems of womanhood. Yes. Um, okay, so they're there, whatever. Um, Alexis sees a guy, and she's like, oh, that guy has a nice body, but not a good face. And the poor guy, they like X out his face, and he's like totally <laughs> trying to show off in front of them. Um, and then, um, she finds a guy that she does like, and unfortunately she ditches Tess for a lot of the time. Oh, Javier. Yes. I mean, he seemed American. Was he just working down there or was he just... I didn't, there was no story, there was no, you know, history. Well, I mean, it felt really bad for him because he actually, he legit put it out there. I mean, he met, he's like, hey, let's go on a date. He did everything right. Let's... We're going to swim with dolphins, and then we're going to parasail, and then we're going to take a sunset Like, you know cruise. how nice it is to find a guy that will plan shit? Plan shit that, like, like life-changing shit. Swim with dolphins, parasail, and then take, like, a sunset boat ride where he explains the arches and shit, and then he just gets and then, a kiss at yeah, the Yeah, and end. then hold you and kiss you. Yeah, and that's it. No wonder she's crying. And that's it. And it's like, and he's like, the second day, he's like, I had so much planned for today. I'm like... Jesus, the bachelor doesn't even do this shit. He takes you on one fucking helicopter date and then you're on the fantasy and it, suite and having f- to fuck him. And for some reason, it wasn't annoying to watch them. Like it was very natural, amazing chemistry. And I enjoyed watching them. He was very them. polite and gentle. And like he looked legit like she just kissed him and he did all that shit for her. Yeah. And he was still like understanding. Must be nice. What the fuck are these men? Yeah. <laughs> God. But they had a nice, it was like a nice even exchange. And unfortunately, like, yeah, Max Nash was not texting Tess back. So, like, douche. Well, um, I, I, at first I thought, like, I well, thought, it, I thought maybe the is, texts weren't going through because she was in Mexico. That's what, that's what I was going to say. Because that is the era. That was the era. And because so, I, when I went to Cabo circa 2001, um, I could not use my cell phone. Yeah, well, and Heidi and Joel would go all the time to Cabo, and they would have struggle with the internet during that time frame. Yeah, a lot, and struggle with the internet, no texting, blah blah blah. Like I had, you know, better luck in Europe than Mexico. So I'm thinking maybe they're not going through. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Or they're coming through all at once, like five days later. Yeah. And I feel like they're just like getting more and more desperate. Like, I don't know, like sometimes like when I was just like talking to a guy and he would text me a lot like that, I'd be like, I, it would turn me off. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you don't, I don't owe you anything. Like, who are you talking to like that? Maybe he was on a little weekend tour or something. He's yeah. just bit fucking busy. Um, so. Did you see they um, went out and then ended up with a pink kitty? Do you remember what that is? Mm. Uh, season two VPR Stassi's birthday party in Cabo you know when the season when they go to Cabo and she gets Jax to confess to her in the pool oh yeah 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 so they go to this place called the Pink Kitty so when Michaela and Amanda and I were surprising Ryan for his birthday to go to Cabo which we didn't realize was like a great idea after the fact but we already booked it um so we go to Cabo 
because none of us had ever been like kind of Joel talk about it, but like, I'm like, eh. so we went and we stayed way south of Cabo San Lucas, like where the pink kitty is and all this shit. Um, but we went into town to do this. Then we went to the pink kitty where they did the whole like boob shaker thing where all uh-huh. the girls were on the pole. All the guys yeah. were on the pole. So I remember that from season two of VPR. So it's really fun to watch Alexis and Tess right outside the pink kitty. Oh, like, wow. Oh, full circle. Yeah. I went to like Cabo Wabo or something. I forget where I went out there. I'm sure you went there because it's right next door. To Probably. All yeah. You know that whole squid row? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, all yeah. right there. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you went in there. Yeah. There's only like a couple places to go. So anyways, like everything is like going fine. Tess is like all depressed and like kind of throwing a fit. Alexis is like on cloud nine. And um, the next morning she's like, oh, TMZ just texted me. Um, And they, you know, they asked if we were in Cabo. And I said, yeah, why? And Alexis just loses her shit. And she's like, why would you respond to them? I'm not supposed to be here. Why would you do that? Um, and kind of like flies off the handle. And at first I was like, yeah, why did she do that? Like, it's not cool. But then I also understood like, but, but she said they messaged me saying we have hundreds of pictures of people trying to submit them saying it's you guys. We're going to post them. They just wanted to confirm. Like if you have pictures that says it all. Yeah. So it wasn't like TMZ was asking. They said that they've been flooded with people trying to sell their photos of them. I guess like like I, I would like to ask someone who's like in the media, if you don't confirm it's you, like do they have to put, we think this is so-and-so. Well, it's probably, it was a little bit different time too, but yeah, I mean... I mean, don't forget, like, another person who played a big part in this whole thing was Perez Hilton, delisted the sites like that. So it'd be interesting to go back and um, look through that during our deep dive, too. Like, maybe they have to confirm, or maybe they would just have someone there. Like, now I'm sure everyone's contracted. So, like, oh, yeah, I have a contract with TMZ. So if he confirms it, we're good. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yes, this is a lot. I mean, I mean, I guess I would just be like, wouldn't you just um, like say, are there any charities in town? Oh, yes. It's being hosted by Alexis Nyers and Tess Taylor. Like, oh, OK, it's them. They are in Mexico. Like, it's not like it was a secret what they were doing there. Right. Like it was publicized. I mean, like we did have Internet searches long before 2008 and 2009. Yeah. So that that whole thing. Like I've been searching the Internet since the late 90s. So. I mean, I just Mid- I to the late 90s i felt like um you know poor tess like got busted for that but it was kind of like it like you said like the cat was already out of the bag Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um she didn't do it they did it by being there and all the people taking pictures so then um, you know what though were we taking pictures on our phone yes we were but maybe we're not taking pictures and uploading them to the internet and selling them that quickly. So maybe it was rumors. Maybe TMZ had the rumor, like people contact them. I have pictures of Tess and Alexis. I will send you when I get back to the States. Or, yeah. Because we were taking pictures on camera phones then, but we weren't able to upload them. Or you had to go back and connect it to your 
computer. Yeah. So I bet people were I was thinking I was thinking that was like my like T-Mobile sidekick time and stuff. Like it no, was, we weren't uploading it to the internet then. Yeah. No, we weren't. We didn't have internet on our phones at that time. We had texting, we had camera phones. I always had advanced phones. I did too. Like I had advanced driver's license. I'm telling you, I think people were there taking pictures and saying, we have these pictures. We want to sell them to you. They were emailing them Mm -hmm. for sure. Emailing the TMC. Uh, We'll send them when we can go to our hotel and connect. Uh, Because Joel would go down there and work, but he had a real problem connecting to the internet. Yeah. So I think there was a a big lapse in internet. Yeah, that that makes sense. And so either that's why they wanted that they texted Tess. They probably had her phone number. Texts work great. Yeah. Oh, are you there? Yeah, why? They were probably wanting to run the story, but they didn't have the photos yet yeah. because of the internet being slow, uh, people not connecting to their computers to load their photos. I get it now. I get it now. So they're confirming with text, Tess via text. Yeah. And that's why they ran with the story. Yeah. That makes sense. They got sense. confirmation. Yeah. I get it now. So her attorney um, calls and says, you need to get home right now. You need to be in my office on Monday at noon. And she freaks out and she's like, she just feels like she doesn't deserve this. Like, why is everyone attacking her? She can't catch a break. Um, Constantly being knocked down. Yeah. And again, I, I understand how she's feeling that way. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm sure that now that she can look back and see, you know, like how it all works and how it. Well, she's 18 and she thinks she's doing something great. Like, I'm going to go do something for charity. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, she had done other things that she's referenced. So it's like, but you're 18. I don't know. I I just. Yeah, but it just seems like. Like, no one could get through to her exactly how serious this was. And I'm sure also that with a full camera crew with you encouraging you to go on this trip. You and think they're going to get you out of it? Yes. Yes. No, I mean, come on. We know someone that has been 17, 18, 19, 20, still goes through this problem. Mm-hmm. And maybe now they're getting old enough to realize you're not invincible. Yeah. She's 18. She's got a camera crew. Oh, they're all going to protect me. They're going to get me out of this. Yeah. I don't blame her. I would probably have felt the same way. Well, and I'm sure also that the attorney, like what, and um, she has parents to get her out of it. I would have had parents to help me. Yeah. Some people don't. I'm also sure that like, um, you know, they don't say this on the show, but I'm sure that her attorney would say to the judge, like if he did say something as like, oh, well, she's filming a show like this was already planned. Like, that's why. You know what I mean? Like she had an excuse for like quote unquote. That's not her life. That's her fictional life. You know what I mean? Like she, she could had a contractual obligation yes. to show up for this. Yeah, it's uh, her, it's work. Right. It's not it's not pleasure. Yeah. So, um. Let's see. So that's that's basically it. Yeah. And next week, it's really going to ramp up again. So. Well, and I think because it wasn't just the case, the bling ring, but then obviously it sounds like from the lawyer, the, the Cabo. Oh, they're off in Cabo partying, which we really didn't see them doing. 
No, I I did want to make that point. Um, Like first, I just wanted to comment on like the dresses that they wore. They were just wearing like a sequins dress like Stassi style season one. Um, You know, like it was not a big deal at all. And I mean, it was conservative. It it wasn't like it really was. It was just a party dress. And they really did host and they introduced Louis Van Amstel, who is still around on Dancing with the Stars. Like, you know, you know who recognized him? Ronnie. Really? She's like, he's on Dancing with the Stars. Oh. She, like, she is a huge fan of it. I need to put her on ballroom lessons. Like, I don't even know. Like, how does one start with ballroom lessons for a child? Well, there you go. Like, I don't even well, know. no, Juliana and Derek started when they were, like, five or six. Well, that's why I, like, I, I actually think that that might be her, her thing. And She's it's so, it. it's so weird, you know, but I'm like, I, she can try it. I, she really wants to dance with a partner. Well, have her try it. Have yeah. her try everything. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I figure. She may like my parents made me do that. Try everything and something will stick or not. Yeah. And sometimes they made me do shit more than I'm like, I'm not gifted at my mom and my sister are gifted at piano. I took eight years I could still say play one song. They are like gifted like you know, everyone hires them for weddings and funerals. I'm like, no, I took eight years. I'm not gifted to that. I was gifted a trumpet. I was gifted. Well, I could (laughs) sing a little bit, but like they can't, like everyone has their different fucking gift. I'm just saying. Trumpet. (laughs) I'm, I, I bond with Sandoval. Oh my God. I'm a little better than Sandoval. Okay. You guys, it's 1230. (laughs) Um, I'm going to drive home and I'm going to do my best to, upload this and, i might do it in the morning and binge watch alexis on her drive to mammoth yes and i'm going to binge listen yeah i'm gonna binge listen um, all this week and this weekend yes Okay, you guys, thank you so much. Um, We hope that you enjoyed these two episodes that we are going to load up. And um, we will be back next um, next week. Bye. Bye.